is Dope Dealer Radio, and we present to you all the way from across the pond. Great Minds Group Chat. What up, Ange? What up, Clee? tell you how we came up with this episode so i was watching bernie mac stand up while i was at the mechanic and just sitting in the car laying back and soaking up the sun so he had this clip called my sister's kids but Ange pointed out something very valid to me that i didn't think about so we are about to use our great minds in this group chat y'all ready so i got the video and i want y'all to see it and um we're going to share our opinions, but there's something she pointed out that was very, very juicy. And I hope you guys had a great week and woo, woo, woo. And we are going to get into the stuff. You know, we with the juice. We with the mess. We with the very best. We with the shenanigans. Yes, ma'am. There's all types of shenanigans, especially for us. Are you ready? See, my mom chaser, my daughter, 22 years old. She's away from home five years. Ain't nobody been in the house but me and my wife. 25 years, man. Beautiful thing. I ain't sending for no applause. I'm trying to tell you a story. <laughs> Me and my wife been in the house, walking around, naked, eating and everything. Shit get broke. I know who the fuck did it, you know. Now I got three new people in my damn house. I got my sister. We family. No, can I? We family. I'm going to talk to you. We family. <laughs> I got my sister's children. Little women sure. now. I'm about to go crazy like a motherfucker around here, you know? <laughs> See, excellent. my sister on drugs. I ain't ashamed to tell you. Some of your family members fucked up too around here. <laughs> I ain't ashamed to tell you. But my brother called me, no can I? My brother said, he said, Matt, you got to come home, man. The court going to separate the kids. I said, no, you know, I can't have that. I can't have that. I said, I'm going to be there. Now, mind y'all, no can I? I know, but I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? I know the kids, but I don't know these motherfuckers. You know, two, four, and six. Ooh, shit, come help me, baby, hit these motherfuckers. <laughs> I get there, I'm in court. The judge said, the Mac family, I stood up. I said, yes, Your Honor, I'm part of the Mac family. He said, we're going to separate the kids. I said, Your Honor, you mean separate like divide? He said, very good, Mr. Mack, very good. I said, you know what? I said, you know, I can't allow that. I said, my brother and I, we're going to split custody. That motherfucker turned his back on me. Like, he didn't say shit. <laughs> yeah, fuck something a bit. See, you know, can't do it, either, you know what I mean? <laughs> I said, your honor, I'm going to take the kid for six months, and my brother going to take the kid for six months. This punk son of a bitch, get up and walk the fuck out. <laughs> some of a bitch. I ain't seen them since, if I ever seen them, I'm fucking them up on site. I'm going to bust his head to the white meat. I'll slap all those. <laughs> Y'all going to read about it. Whenever I see this motherfucker, won't be a misunderstanding. <laughs> There's going to be some furniture moving around this motherfucker. <laughs> I said, yeah, and I'll take the kid. Now I got these three, some of them, but excuse my friends. That's what I want to say, you know. 
Keep looking on my goddamn bed. Y'all got a praise father. <laughs> that two-year-old, she the motherfucker. She the ring leader. This has been here before. She a shepherd for the devil. She worked for the devil. <laughs> and the four-year-old, my sister was really getting high with her because she don't talk. She don't say shit. All she do is look at your ass like this. I told her ass the other day, I said, let me tell you something. For fire break out, you better have a whistle or a horn or something. Because <laughs> you're going to be a burnout motherfucker fucking with me. <laughs> I ain't got time for no deaf mute. Hey, that talk. <laughs> My grandma was like that. Talk. No, don't tell her that. <laughs> then the six-year-old here, homosexual. No, I don't need you. No, no, six-year-old walk all like this here. I came to the house the other day, man, at 1.30 in the morning. The two-year-old going to send the faggot downstairs. Faggot, you know. That's fucked up. I'm going upstairs. He coming down. He going to walk past me like I'm a visitor. I said, where you going? He said, to get some naked cookies. To get some naked cookies. He said it's so funny. I don't want to hear it again. I said, guess what? He said, something I can't call. I told him, I said, man, it's too goddamn late for some damn cookies and milk, man. Take your punk ass upstairs and get some rest. That's how I talk to him. Fuck that time out shit. I got time for these badass kids. These kids are kids. They gonna kill me. I'm gonna kill them. I can see y'all reading Jed and Ebony right now. I got me talking. It's a shame how Bernie fucked up those damn kids. I can't get no rest. They walk around the house three, four o'clock in the morning. Got their finger under my nose, here if I'm breathing, all that kind of shit. <laughs> Badass son of my bitches. Rocking all the goddamn time. I ain't no psychologist. Then this other man gonna sit there. She gonna go upstairs. The two-year-old, her two-year-old say, where the cookies and shit? <laughs> <laughs> he gonna tell her him downstairs. <laughs> Who the fuck is him? <laughs> like I ain't got no name or something. Him downstairs. <laughs> the two year old said, well, "I go get this shit myself." She gonna walk her little bony leg downstairs. <laughs> I'm standing in the corner. I watch her get a little step ladder. She gonna go on over the refrigerator. I said, what the fuck you doing? And <laughs> get some milk and cup. I said, didn't I tell your punk ass boy he couldn't handle got that person? Are you listening when I tell the faggot he couldn't handle? Now I'm telling your short ass he can't handle goddamn milk cookies. Get your punk ass up there for you get fucked up around here. Or she gonna look at me like I'm short. No, no, Caroline. Everybody in this room know what that look mean. That look mean you want to do something to me. <laughs> I told her, bust a move. No. All right, guys. So that was it for that clip. That was Bernie Mac. Mm hmm. That was, uh, that clip was called My Sister's Kiss. It was hilarious. So, all right, guys, this is how it pretty much went. So I showed Ange to stand up at night because I thought it was hilarious, you know. And um, 
you know, with the little boy, I figured, okay, he's gay. Something probably happened to him. But Ange pointed out something probably really happened to that boy. You don't know. The, the point is, is that he doesn't know. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if it, you got this, these kids out of care, right, and you know if something is off with one of them, why get on stage and start calling him a faggot at six years old? He got to live with that footage for the rest of his life. Um, I imagine, because I, I can imagine Macho was six. He was a little baby. Imagine someone getting on the stage telling faggots, this faggot, that faggot, that. Mm-hmm. You got to remember, these are entertainers. So you or know, anything about his personality at all. You know what I'm saying? And exaggerating and saying, like, um, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did think about that. Because you remember in the show, they had the little scrawny boy, like you said, they, they, they got a guy that kind of fit that description, you know, like a little, what you call it, soft. But, um, yeah, it was just like, I can't imagine when you brought that up. I'm like, yeah, that is fucked up. Because imagine if that was, you know, something really happened to that boy and he just, what you call it, it started sashaying and acting different. He's all right, I guess I'm, you know, I'm going to be like this now. Yeah, I guess I'm a girl because, you know, this or that might be happening. You never know what's going on. But knowing Bernie, he's a straight male. So in his head, everything is just like, you know, he's from the South. Everything is just one way. But I guarantee you, just knowing Bernie Mac, if someone was to present to him or the boy was to say to him, something happened to me, that's why I turned this way, Bernie would definitely understand. You know, understand, but you know, men don't always think too deep into stuff. That's why they just yeah. think the surface of things. You know, women think deep. And it's yeah. that, especially if they don't want to listen. But, you know, I think he would listen I think he would, but he was just like extremely ignorant. That's what his his right. his, his attitude was just extremely like uh-huh. just asshole, just a full on asshole. That's unless somebody was like, "No, nigga, say faggot, make it." You know, somebody boosted him to say it. But regardless, you a grown man, and um, something might happen to that boy because I'm sure nothing happened to Bernie. You know what I mean? I know how to entertain You don't know. You see, that's what I'm saying. People start, people tend to inflict shit that happened to them on others. Especially if it never gets corrected, you know? You just never know. Like, shit like that might have happened to him. Maybe he was a little bit, uh, you know, softer when he was young and people would, like, bashed him about and called him a faggot same way. And that's why he thinks he is all macho how he is now because you know what I mean they yeah. they made sure that that he wouldn't be like that. So. Yeah, you gotta be careful. You gotta be real careful. But yeah, um, that was an excellent point, Ange. So what we're gonna segue into, um, guys, is all right. Little boys that have things happen to them are those the is that does that make up the population of the gay men today or some of the gay men? Very few feel like. All right, I am a girl inside, or well, mostly all just somebody did something to you. I don't think that they think they're girls, right? But um, I don't think a lot of them like to talk about it because I've I've tried to mention it to other to people, and they really don't feel comfortable talking about it. As if you know what I mean? It's a reality for some people. Like per- perhaps it's not a reality for you, but like acknowledge the fact that it might be a reality for like a good amount of people. You know what I mean? And it's, like, not a conversation that wants to be had. Like, they yeah. want it to be, like, you know, you're just born like that. But that that's not the reality for everyone. Right. And, you know, it might not even be the majority of people that's like that, you know? 
something might have occurred, whether it's with a female or male. You know, either one could be traumatizing for a young boy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So those things need to be addressed and, and talked about, I think. And I noticed with girls, sometimes if somebody had touched you when they were little, they would turn gay. Like, because it's like, you ruined that shit for me. Like, now I just, mm -hmm. I think that just disgusting. And then you got little boys, when niggas mess with them, they're like, all right, I'm probably not worth being around a woman. Yeah, or, yeah, well, shit has already occurred. Like, all these different acts and stuff have already occurred before they even get to, like, know what they actually like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the choice so made, made feel like yeah, it's made feel like it's too late, you know. Yeah. I feel bad. I had somebody um sit in my car and he was telling me how his father, how he was um doing him. You know, he's in a um, mm -hmm. father and he's in an entertainment. Wow. That's a black man. Wow. The boy was explaining to me because he grew up with his father practicing Satanism. So he's like, there's more than one devil. He was like, because the devil is a person that embodies that spirit. So Energy. Like, right. So he said his father was just molesting him, molesting him, had the uncle molesting him too and everything. And he said, by the time I was seven, my father just started. Straight up going in. And Holy he started crying God. and I started crying because I know that's real shit. And my thing is like, wow, wow, I know, it's hard, it's really hard, you know. That is awful. If you, have you ever seen um, this um, channel called Soft White Underbelly? There's Love a that. person, there was a um, trans woman that was like a trans tra um, prostitute that was on it called Peaches. Yeah, I remember Peaches. Bruh, Peaches went into detail as to what happened and stuff like that. I think we should pull up that part where they talked about she was like, oh, baby, when that have that changed everything. Remember? We should pull up that that um let's that do it right now. So white underbelly. Okay. Peaches. A prostitute named Peaches. No more. Okay, here we go. That's peaches. You say you look good to the motherfucking. Yeah, my name is Peaches. Peaches, uh, where'd you grow up? Where are you from originally? That's a nice dress. What part? Northern or southern? It's southern. <laughs> okay. So tell me about your childhood. You have both your parents. Can I just pause you... this? Can I just pause this? White people yeah. have always been our um voluntary researchers. No matter what's going on in the world, they go and make sure they get the story. I believe they were put in that position because it was so irrelevant at the time, as we or, or so we thought, you know what I mean? Just get them off doing something and you know, ended up being researchers like the most important shit because then you know everything that's going on you're able to manipulate people here and there everywhere yeah to, you know every fucking thing yeah that's what i was talking about that white lady over in africa kissing them all in their heads and giving them stuff but i don't see no fruits and no 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 real food you're giving them candy and stuff so i noticed too um a lot of white people when they come around 
other cultures, they, they record the shit out of it, make a show out of it and get successful. So, you know, this isn't to be against white people, but y'all know what it is and don't pretend and you know your people. So it's just a matter of like, okay, we're going to get in your face with this. We're going to get answers. It's just their nature to just find things and prod and poke. <laughs> All right, let's get to peaches. Yes. How was your trauma? Oh. I've seen a white child in Oh, Good childhood? Mm -hmm. No trauma, no no abuse, nothing like that. Pretty good then. Mm -hmm. Both mom and dad were in the picture? Mm -hmm. No, mom, she died. Your mom died when? How old were you? I was in elementary school. I had no capacity, but I didn't know anything. I didn't know what was wrong. Mm -hmm. I wish Peaches would do a follow-up. I need to know what, how how she is. When, when, when did you start working? Yes. I wonder where he finds them. He's probably in California. He's in California by um Skid Row. They always are. We gotta. I, I mean, imagine going and looking for these people. Sex worker. Eleven. Eleven. Oh Eleven. my god. Like, like what happened? Personal thing. That's what we talk about here. Okay, so I'm not. Where is the video going? The entire planet, basically. Oh, hell no. So you got me up here looking like a fucking fool. And I already told you, I just look, this is how, look at this. Oh, oh no. Everybody will see, wait, they gonna hang around here? Oh, in the head. This is, this is, maybe this kind of deep me. I mean, this is a heavy, they think I'm supposed to probably in the streets of Frisco, honey. But, it's hard for a training. For me, I get it easy because I'm young. What's the hardest part? Period. Point. I'm going to give you five minutes of some real shit and then I'm going to get my money in back. Okay. Period. That's right. I was, my name is Peaches. I'm an OG prostitute. I've been in the gang since 11 years old. My mother died at two months old. My grandmother raised me. Boom, Denise. But you know what? Got addicted to black tar heroin at 14 years old. From 14 years old all the way up, I stopped school. My aunt came, and I missed the name, and she changed my life, tried to, one, it was definitely through our third second way, but I just respected the life of the game, because I never had really experienced real love, so I was just always hustle, 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 but then you know that, but um, I'm 18 years old, my birthday's on my own, just done two, so I'm second, yes, honey, uh, I was born and raised in Stockton, California, my residency is unknown, because I'm homeless right now. You know, I'm 18. I'm trying to get services, but nobody wants to help me. Oh, um, I'm a prostitute. I work on Skip the Games. And I'm the how I make my money. And right now, I'm just letting it real down low right now. Because I'm trying to, because uh, I, I don't fuck with the public. So I'm not going to uh, Yeah, I don't do it. I don't do it because you mess with you either win the game, take those down again, or uh, you find God. Or it's uh, you when you sign up. When you leave this life, it comes with regulations. 
It's this shit ain't easy. Nobody ever. You know, he would I, I gotta pause this because <laughs> I've always had a very soft spot for people. When I was dancing, one of the other dancers, she told me how she had an alcohol problem. And she was older than me. She ain't like me. I'm 18 and I'm new. You know what I mean? Bitches didn't talk to me. And I'm black, which made it worse for them. And this, I just broke down and cried with her. We was just holding each other because I, I really have a soft spot for people because people are just people. You know, Ange? And I'm just looking at this person and I'm like, imagine that's your son. Mm -hmm. it's just, it just makes me want to cry. It really does. Yeah. Uh, let's go on because you know, clear. You know, I could take the boat across the world. We don't got time. Let's go, guys. Don't anybody every single day. Honey, I just got to the hospital, honey. I have a stomach bug. One of my tricks days. And I had to have sex with him without protection because it was either that or me fall asleep in the rain. But yeah, um, right now, uh, yes, this is, this is me. And you can find me on Skip the Games. I go by Peaches. You can gladly. My phone number two one three one six four three four five. Please do not call because it's not really. Go ahead. You use drugs at all? Yes, I didn't take them. Have a seat. Dress down, please. Have a seat. Can I hear my pizza? I'll, I'll pay you a little extra. Oh, so a little extra like what? Yeah, how much? Peaches. Come on. Uh, Crystal Matt. Tell me about Crystal Matthews. Oh, First time they annoyed, you know, the hallucinate, you know, that was the time I responded. You could look me up on the internet. Tyler, no, that's my real name. Uh, yes, honey, and I was uh, found, I was found in the day. Thank God I was tweaking, remember my arms. If you fast forward, yeah. pa um, pause it and, and forward it to where she um, leaves and comes back with a new outfit. Okay, got you. We got Period. And so then, I don't know. I think it's right now. Just came back. You want to, you want to, you're fine and fine, but you just. That's when she started talking to real shit because she was too high. She said, Oh, Peaches. Mm -hmm. so a lot of them came on here high. Yeah, that's oh. what she see because they be giving them money. Um, Not only that, here's my other question. I would hope he's not be like, he's, he's not like, yo, I'll give you some drugs if you. I hope not. Nah, he wouldn't do that because then he'd get in trouble. If one of these girls tell on him, like, oh, he gave me some bread. He just said, come on the camera. It's a little bit of uh, meth. Okay, Peach. He probably do. Uh, this is somebody's son. That's how I be feeling. When I went down to Atlanta, I saw a mad 14-year-old boy. He's just in the street, like, young. Wow. And I'm like, his mom probably hungry, like. We gotta, um, we gotta do what we gotta. You know, they create that environment on purpose so that they can have a, a, a lot of options and like fresh batch and all that. They they make sure that there's like impoverished people so that they can make sure there's a bunch of vulnerable kids. Yeah. Yeah. Because what we're doing is we're selling the kids, we're fucking the kids, and we're eating them. Mm -hmm. Oh, we're selling them. That's what's happening. That's what the, like, as we speak, this somebody. Around here, they got kids in the basement. That's how that go. There's no life for nobody. He's handsome too. He would have made a great husband. Look. Um. All right. You ready? Pretty. 
I'm waiting for you. Right. Click it. We fired. Is it? Is it? Uh, <laughs> the don't got no patience. Hurry up. You guys can kind of calm down since this. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, You're wound up. Yeah. Yes, yeah, a lot. Um, my childhood. Um, beautiful. Beautiful. Some people look at it. Look at my childhood as like terrifying, and I hear from everybody who hears my story. Oh, I would never look at you as the person that been through that, or I would have never known, or adults, you know, oh, I couldn't imagine my child going through that. Really could be such as a strong person, always got it together, everything, but really deep inside, I have a lot of guilt and responsibility for what I've been through. Um, so tell, me, tell me the basics. Sorry, sorry, 12 years old? No, I'm 11. I'm going to get there. Okay. <laughs> so a little bit on me is... Um, I was born to the proud parents of Angela and Jason. Um, from what I was told, my mother died when I was two months old. And I was born and raised in Stockton, California. There I lived with my grandmother, who raised me to the best of her ability. <laughs> but it was a lot of complications. I had to grow up a lot faster than a lot of other you know, a lot of other people and a lot of other kids. Um, my abuse, ha everybody says the whole trans thing, me becoming who I am. If you're gay, you're gay. If you you know who you are. You know, I'm, I, I hate when people hate somewhere. I dislike when people say, oh, uh, <laughs> faggot, this, no, that. You're not, I, I hate the question. Are you, were you, how did you know? How did you find out? This your life is always written out. There is no um yes. It doesn't just come along like you, it was meant to be. No, honey, but I was molested on my eleventh birthday by my older cousin. Um later that night. Um this happened around morning time, actually. And my grandmother left. At this time, I was living in Stockton on Clay Street, my childhood home. And um, yeah, it wasn't a home, like, it was a crack house, but anyways. And um, yeah, I got raped. And um, it was kind of the most uh, terrifying thing that happened to me in my life. But also the most, the most, um, no, that's not the word. The most, like the best thing. Basically. I look at because that just talk. It's I re look at it every night. It's not day that goes by. I don't think about it because at the end of the day, that's what revolved around everything. That night, ooh, that's the reason. But I feel like that's the reason. Me, my deep inside. That I feel like if that night would never happen, I wouldn't be here right now. Honey, I'm 18 years old. I just turned 18. My birthday is 09-02-2002, baby. It's, I have no reason why. Everybody got to tell my niece, oh, girl, you're not 18, you're not 18, you're not 18. Stop lying. I have no reason why. I just act and portray myself as an adult because that's what I'm, all I'm known to. And yes, I am a drug user. My drug history started off when I was young. I got addicted to black tar heroin first. I mean, yes, alcohol, 
you know, that's a regular drug. That's, everybody is a, so a tool of drinking alcohol and smoking weed. But nobody really knows the hard, more hardcore drugs like crystal and, and, and party drugs, as in Molly and LSD. And, but me, growing up, my drug choice was crystal. And um, that, um, I kind of, I didn't want to experience it, but you see my grandma doing it, helping her, you know. I learned to shoot up, well, not myself, but I had to learn to, you know, because my grandma be too be too high sometimes. So I had to help her sometimes. Your grandma? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tired, nothing. It just, you know, around this time, I just started helping, I, I heard, started helping her. Around that 12, 13. But younger than that, I always looked up what? Put all needles together, make sure everything nice. You know, I was like the second her. Like when she is not at the park, I'm there to anybody. Because that's how, back then, everybody in my family, everybody in. They look at my grandma as a bad person because my truth be told, my grandma was my first pimp. She's a pimp. My first pimp. Two or three after my eleventh birthday, a day after my birthday. Um, adults don't know how to make no fucking bread, so they sell their kids. I'm like, you really have to be a different type of creature. Yep, you got to be some sort of demon, some sort of uh. S- like a uh what's the thing that takes blood with takes blood like a, a parasite you have to be a like parasitic a you have to, yes you have to be a parasitic devil demon individual to do something like that you do because no matter how desperate things get how could you but uh let's let peaches I live on Clay Street in Stockton, California, 95206, my childhood home. Clay Street, this way. Aurora Street, the back street. I started working with Aurora. Aurora was my first, that was my first name. So let me um, Yeah. Tell you first, you my, first. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> my first trip all the time was that, I had two or three next one. Because when I, after my rape, I got a child, she came home. Of course, I'm in there trying to, Clean up everything, and, but I felt my feeling that I would never tell nobody. But I'm gonna take it to the grave because I believe that's what happened. I, I feel like she was too high and set me up, set the rape up. I mean, I mean, I don't. There's no other way you need to think about it, but I can't train myself to think like that. But that's just a feeling I'm like because no, who else would have known that I was in that house, and how they know everything. Um, but aside from that, my first trip was turned on the World Street, and all I can remember from it was the blood still, but the pain was unbearable. When you, when me, 11 years old, my anus is, you know, <sighs> these are... See, this is the part you don't hear, the, the details. Because to people, when you say molestation... A lot of them, it's just, they just think of, you know, the, the whole area. But we have someone sitting here telling you what it was like, bringing you inside 
the club and show you what it is. And this is on what people need to hear. There's people out here doing this. This is a 18, 19, 20, 21 year old man. And he went to Edison High School. Edison High School is on Charlie Way by Dollar General. At this time, his, I mean, his genital was, um, what do I say, larger, like, like gross. And me, I never, mind you, I never done this before, never even played with that or nothing like that. Never experienced any pain. Like, look, look, the innocence is still there because he's not even being that disgusting. There's a lady likeness about this person, and they're like that. Like, they don't even want to say it. Mm -hmm. They don't even want to say it. Yeah. And it's like, it was so bad. I'm living out my trauma in front of y'all while I'm telling y'all about it. Mm hmm. From the area, except for, that's all I know to use the bathroom. That's it. Um, it hurt. It hurt so bad. Like it, like ooh, like you just don't know like how bad it hurt a person. It makes you scream. You, I mean, you, you scream. It's like getting burnt. It's like getting burnt when somebody's like. Yeah, it feels like someone ripped Imagine shit. you have a big bowel movement that you know that hurts let alone. Imagine somebody sticking a knife in you, just and you just have to sit there. Like, you want to, you want to, you're fine, you're fine, but you just, at, at some time, you just give up. You just, <sighs> me, at that time, in the beginning, I was giving it all my, 11 years old, just dumping, 10 towels. And then he got a hold of me, and then it just, now I realized there was no more fighting. It, I, the real, I screamed so loud, yeah. nobody came. Nobody came. And it's kind of weird how me and him was the only one in my home when it was my birthday. This happened on my birthday. Mm. And it's just, I'm just like, well, you know, when I walk the streets now and all that, I just think of it. When I have free time, I just like, I'm just trying to pick it. I'm trying to put my, my life story back together to where I can make it make sense. Because it's a lot of shit that happened, that happened to me and still happening currently where I can't. That was his cousin. I mean, how I'm just. That was his cousin or her cousin. Yeah. Wow. Like this when I do all I do for people. And living a life, my life is not easy. After what brought me out into being a prostitute, willingly to go out there, is that the fact that my grandmother was able to do that to me. And everybody. Wait, hold on, because I was seeing Chris to the door. So the grandma was his first pimp. I left on that. And you said, and she said that um it was a person on Warwick Street or something like that. She no, it's her cousin. She said her her grandmother was so high. She this is her her um her theory because she doesn't know for sure, but she's pretty sure because it's like who else would know that I was there and all of that. Um, she said the the grandmother was too high and um basically sold her to the cousin. Yep. So hold on. So she was in the she was in the the um. This is why I hate walking away. We take time. He she he was in the grandmother's house. The only one in the house during his birthday. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was in the grandmother's house, but I mean, let's assume that he, whatever house they was in. 
I wonder if the cousin, um, if he, he saw him often before he did that, did he always know him or was he just someone he hasn't seen in a while? He came by and took advantage. I don't know. Let's see. I thought it was cool. I felt the need that why not let everybody know? And then CPS got involved and she got a parental rights taken and a whole bunch of stuff. I got moved out of Stockton, San Joaquin County, but I kept going back. Why? The big question is why? Everybody, why would you, why, everybody who helps me, why would you go back to that situation? When I'm trying to give you more, I'm trying That's to, all they know. to get out of that. The reason is, the reason why I come back to the streets every time, it's not because of the drugs, it's not because I can't handle it, it's not because I don't want a new life. It's that, that's what I generated from, the streets. That's all I know. That's what you know as well. That's what I, I'm, I'm, that's what I know. I, that's where I feel the most affectionate, like, I got to the point where, I'm, I've been in the streets so long that, that's my family. So if, if these bums out here, they're scared of these bums. Everybody's scared of the people who tweak out. They, they look at, oh, look at him. He's nasty. Oh, feet dirty. But, but that's, me, that, to me, that's, I look at them as if y'all look at your colleagues at, you know, billion, million dollar business. So if, if Prince Charlie pulled up the Mercedes Benz and wanted to take you to a square life and. Oh, I'm going to use that nigga. I'm going to use him for every dime he got. <laughs> Period. Stick to the game, baby. No amount of money in the world, no cleaning in the world, whatever. Give it back to this Because this is, this is guaranteed. My life, my hustle is guaranteed. But I only use it to survival. Right now, I'm in survival mode. If I need, if I can go without, like, if I have me somebody who will make sure I'm not, got my little dope and got me, you know, clothes and clean, shower, everything. I wouldn't do that. I mean, I would stay I would be with him and stay with him, but I'm gonna just keep it real. I wouldn't be loyal. I'm messing with somebody on the side. Just, I'm just keeping it real. I can't be with the same dick all day long. It's the same person. That's I get up when I chose this life. I gave up talking to, get, reaching out to certain people when I chose this life. I gave up my family relationships. I gave up true friendships. I gave up my my self-respect, my level of self-respect. I gave up hunger. I, I you know, when last time I ate, honey, I, I eat uh, candy. That's my thing, candy. That's what gets me going, candy. But and crystal meth. Oh, no, let's not get things that keep me going. Candy, crystal meth. I need alcohol. Reason why I keep alcohol and crystal on me, crystal to keep me up and alert. Alcohol to numb me from the coldness. And it's stuff I gotta deal with every day out here. People wanna kill me. People. I mean, I'm in Oakland, Richmond, San Jose, Stockton. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. You know what I'm You know what I mean? I don't need it. Guess what? I heard patience. So obviously when I go in there, I'm gonna have to deal with something. So when I go in there, I'm not gonna have my shoes on. 
Because you see my feet like that? Yeah. Crest to that, dirty, and fucking peeled up skin and not taken care of, right? But you see my gut part. Nice, right? You're beautiful. Right, right, nice, right? Any day, right? I would take off my shoes. Honey, I can care less who comes up here. At the end of the day, as long as this my little documentary thing gets out to other people, I don't, I don't to be honest with you, you can keep your money. I don't do this for the money. But you give me money, I respect that because you know I'm a hacker. Yeah. But guess what? Hold on a second. Hey. Stephanie sounds like a guy. Hold on, hold on. Keep it rolling because this is the real. This is what people do. Stephanie, come here. Girl, Stephanie, get in here. I think this speaks to um, the level of masculinity that men have to where somebody could do something to you and you get this. You get somebody who just said, they said, fuck it. Said, fuck it. Fuck it. She won't give me the drugs. They just try to run away from what happened. And I'm just looking at him and I'm like, it's a psychological um, 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 mechanism, like a, um, like a, like a survival mechanism, you know, they just have to switch off certain parts. Like, you, you know how he was saying, like, you got to turn off his own, her, um, yeah, self-respect and all of these different aspects because otherwise you mean it's just not possible for them to function in that way and he knows what this is like if he was sitting here and listening to us he'd be like i know i know what i know what happened to me and i know this how this happened but i think i think the male ego is just to a point where like i know what happened to me and i understand how i got this way but i really don't think i'm worthy of being a man anymore like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's, I think that has a lot to do. And it's got to, got to do with society because it's unforgiving of that. You know what I mean? You could be a woman, you could have changed yourself all the way to a man and then change all the way back and people will still see you as a woman. It doesn't work the same way for a man. Yeah. Oh, peaches. Only 18. That's a big. Stephanie, get your ass in here. And she thinks there's a problem. Stephanie, come here. Stephanie. Stephanie. Come here. Now. I'm going Shut to that door, sir. I'm Shut that door real quick. I'm going to alert you. I'm going to get my cousin. Hold on. Hold on. That's not needed. That's what that's what I think they um they masked the voice or something. You think so? It sounds like possibly because it sounds extreme. It sounds extremely deep, like a uh, like a vampire voice, you know. So I think they might have put that. They might have put that that um that voice masking thing on it. Yeah. That thing that you know, like what with the witness protection voice thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought it was a man. Like could be Yeah, it could man. be it could be a trans it could be a trans, but um but I think that they also put one of those things to protect the voice. I'm not sure. It sounds like it though. 
He's got that, I go to um, Vogue Bulls and I do drag type of voice. Mm. <laughs> you know? Who's a little fucking scrappy looking dude who fucking is getting abusive with me? Trying to is, hit me? This is what you have to understand. If he hits me. Honey, they're not going to hit you with me, honey. Do you know? You've seen me in action before over you. Listen. Listen. Okay, listen. You have to. No, hold on. Wait. Hold on. Listen. Bro, wait. Hold on, wait. Okay. I see that you're worked up right now, but you have to understand what we're doing right now. You see, we're hoes, right? Yes. So you have to stick to the game. You're not supposed to be talking to people like this. We're doing this to help the other people, to let people know the real what go on behind closed doors. Well, we're risking it. It's so okay. But listen, when you put a risk out and apparently, if you're trying to be looking for you or me, but you already know how I go down for you, no, right? what you told me was to bring you your shit. But you know how I go down. Me. You know how I go down with you, right? When have I ever let you, uh, when have I ever let yeah, anybody lay a hand on you? So, uh, that part. That part. I'm going to go see the back steps. Okay. All right. Told you, right? I said something. When I said something, you, I said something, but your, your instincts are great. But guess what? So you're talking about your feet and your shoes. Oh, I'm thinking I'm off. You know why? Because ain't nobody. I'll be damned if if somebody touched her. The fact, and then they, I took her under my wing. You see that the outfit she that's my she been wearing my clothes all day every day on. And then I know she got her own clothes. She got a place to sleep every night. I don't. But at the same time, I'm willing to give up me and my safety for her because every day. If when I die, I want everybody in the fucking world to know that I did everything I did to not change everything, but to make you feel comfortable with yourself. Because when I'm out here, I want you to be resilient. But I'm, I have my feet. Look at feet, blisters is red. Honey, your, feet, I, your feet are much better than us. I have to keep. Talking. I don't doubt you work your ass off. But um, the real honey. The pain comes from within. You have to trust yourself. If you're scared walking that street, you're not going to make no money. If you don't make no money, you don't eat. You don't sleep. Me, I can't sleep. I've been up two weeks and counting. 14 days. Today is my 15 day if I make it. That's why my, if you look up closely in my eye, they're going like this. Jittering, jittering, jittering. Yeah, that happened. That happened to me just from not getting hours of sleep. Like my eyes, just my eyeballs are just like, please, bitch, go to sleep. Like they're shaking. I know he's talking about. I'm ready. Oh, and I just got the hospital. You know why? A stomach bag, and you don't always have condoms. Yeah. But yeah, I know what you're talking. You don't always have a. Uh-huh. Predicament that you're in. So it's either you have sex with this trip with no condom, or you don't have no place to sleep. Yeah, that's well dangerous. You know, you're going up the back passage. That's in your digestive system. That's how. You so know. anything you put up there. Crazy. Poor baby, only eighteen. Which one you pick? You risk living with something, or honey, I get checked. 
Henry, I stay teeth white every day, Henry. No matter what, I mean. But just not. I see that. I would gladly do something without petition. Because my health comes first. If I'm, oh, don't worry, I'll be, I'd rather live with something than be dead and gone. Because my work here on this earth ain't done. Because there's somebody out there still who need my help. Who need, who need somebody who's been through it, who can, who know and experience it, who can tell you how to get out of it. And if you can't get out of it, I'm going to show you how to work through it. But right now, um, I got to use your bathroom because uh, my stomach bug problem, honey, I don't have no underwear on, but my stomach bug is you constantly shitting yourself. It's right. Yeah, you're talking. It's amazing. But, um, you speak beautifully about I'm this. I'm going to leave my God, I didn't even hear the last part. She said, I'm going to give you said, she said, that she, said, she said, that stomach pro problem, you constantly shit on yourself. Yeah. Holy crap. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was like, um, I was just like, wow. Um, nah, Peaches is that type of person. Let me tell you something. Because I, I could tell that type of personality. So hurt. And to yeah. the point where it's like, listen, I just gave up, but I didn't give up on living. So I'm mm -hmm. still here. And I could see if she um, saw someone else in that situation, she would do what she can to try to push them out of the way and wouldn't push them towards drugs, even though Peaches does drugs herself. But I couldn't see Peaches being like, here, take these Yeah, drugs. but you know what it is? The trauma that they've been through so is like so so deep and so painful that I feel like people that go through that they be they be have to they feel like they have to you know what I mean to, to yeah. continue living right but I feel like if she had somebody under if he had somebody under him whatever that he was you know trying to help he wouldn't let that person do drugs because I, I knew a person like that before they've been through a lot and then they was just selfless they said I'm not going to give up on life because maybe I could save someone else it just really makes you want to cry you know, yeah. but um, especially when he described it, I'm just like, Jesus. It was so, so graphic. I could not believe it. That's what it be. And then imagine this, listeners. You're 11 fucking years old. And imagine, and she's one of the babies. Oh my God. Newborns. Remember Jonathan, the skateboarder? He looked out his mm -hmm. window and saw a man putting his, his phallus in a baby's mouth. Baby, baby just came home from the hospital. Yeah, these people out here are sick. So, um, you guys, it has been a full hour of GMGC. We did so good. Um, we also want to encourage you, for anyone that's dealing with drugs or anything, I would say seek help to a program that you feel comfortable with. Don't feel forced. Um, if you could try to find natural ways to wean off what it is that's causing you problems, do so as- uh, Get some therapy to talk about the issue and get, ha actually talk it out. Right. Try to find some other ways to manage the, the trauma. Yeah. And if you feel you ever need to, you can always call the um, help hotline for um, people that need help or people that feel in danger call 911 um and if you do want to you can also reach out to um dope dealer 123 at gmail.com if you want to you know get some help but low key that's our gmail and you can also dm us at um 
dope dealer on Instagram and on Facebook as well, and leave a message under one of our videos on YouTube. If you okay, do- we try to redirect you to some um some resources. Exactly, exactly. But we just opening some doors over here. We're willing to um help. We are those type of girls. We're not the type of girls to say, "Oh, that's your problem." I don't want to get involved. I can't help you. No, we don't do that. We're going to help as best we could. We can't be superwoman, but we're going to do what we could because any little bit helps. Any little bit. So that has been our hour for GMGC. It's been wonderful. Um, we learned a lot. We actually went in depth here. and We segue very well from people joking about signs of what might have happened to a person to someone saying, oh, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Well, actually how it could be and what could have happened to a person to cause them to transform in such a way yeah exactly yeah um that's it guys um got really deep but uh the world's deep and so are we and crazy things happen out here and it's our responsibility to talk about it and do something about it so we open our doors to you we love you listeners and watchers we Appreciate you. Um, for anyone new, do like and subscribe. Um, check us out, DM us if you have any questions, any businesses or whatnot. Anyone with an interesting story, hit us up. We're um we're like the eye of the world as much as we could be, as big as that eye could be. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us here at Dope Dealer Radio. I'm Cleo Badashion. I'm Lena Created. Yes, ma'am, and we will see y'all later. Bye.